not just a belief of mine. It's a real knowing. Knowing that we can take what we love to do, whether it's baking, sewing, painting, whatever lights you up, then we can take that skill and make a great income doing exactly what we love to do. As author of What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60, Discovering Your Core and Also Your Gift Is Your Niche, it has been my life's work to help others, just like you and me, to discover passions, your purpose, powerful messages that you only you have so they can make the difference they were put here to make. Every week I will have deep, rich conversations with real life people that believe just like me. And here's what they believe. When you do what you love in a career, you will never work another day in your life. And this is the way I like to say it. When passion, purpose, and profit collide, that is when you get paid for being you. I'm Patricia Noldrain. Welcome to the podcast, When Passion Meets Profit. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're here for a new episode, and we're here with my wonderful guest today, Joe Hausman. And before I introduce Joe, I do like to tell you a little bit about each person, but I decided with Joe, I really want her to tell her story. It's unique and it's hers. And But Joe is an investor, she's an author, she's a speaker, and she's a radio show host, and she is good at all of the above. So I wanted to mention, however, that we did get a testimonial from Shauna out of Canada. And I can't tell you, Shauna, how nice this was to see it. Because when you're doing a podcast, you're kind of just by yourself in a room talking on a microphone. And so you don't even know if you're reaching people. And here's what Shauna said. Patricia, I can't thank you enough for doing this podcast. I have wondered for years how to have a profitable business doing what I love. I now have the confidence to move forward because of this podcast. Shauna, that makes my heart sing because that's exactly why we have this podcast going. And it's also why I created the course, Your Gift is Your Niche, so that people like you could get to your gift and get to where it is you could make a profit with your what you love to do. All right. I won't keep her away from you any longer. Her name is Joe Hausman. I think she's wonderful, and I think you're going to love her too. And Joe, I start every single podcast with this question because I just learn so much about each person. What were you like as a little girl, and where were you raised? Well, thank you, Patricia. Thank you for having me on today too. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love it. Where was I raised? I was raised in South Dakota. I was two different cities, Pier and then a little town called Brandon. So raised here in South Dakota, I'm a good Midwestern gal, as I like to say, but I also like to travel. I love to travel across the country. So, and what okay. was the other question? <laughs> well, it was, what were you like as a little girl? If you could really summarize, you know, like going into the first grade and set, you know, what were you like? You know, what I remember from that is I'm, I'm very easygoing. I got along with everybody. I was always a happy child. And I just, I just was always just happy. And I love going, you know, each, each grade, I loved it because I love getting, just knowing you're getting better and better as each grade comes. So yeah, I was happy and always happy to go to school. And you know, that's who you are today. You're a very happy, easygoing person. So Mm -hmm. we, we are who we are. And if you're kind of a mean, grouchy old 
person as a child, you're probably going to be a mean, grouchy old person as an adult. <laughs> and I, so I'm glad to hear that, Joe, because I've heard many sad stories when I ask people what it was like being raised and what, what it was like being a little girl, and mm-hmm. they haven't been as happy as you. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Yes. And now take us on your career journey, uh, because one thing I have discovered, it's a very windy path as we go down the career and as and we try to find our passion. And I, I really love your story. Joe and I worked together years ago. We've known each other for many years. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, a really wonderful story and journey. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that, Patricia, because, you know, how I started off right out of high school was not, it was totally different than what I expected I was going to be today. So when I went to college, I was the only one out of my family that went to college and I went on a volleyball scholarship. Sports was my passion. I was like big into sports. And after a couple of years, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Sports really isn't my thing anymore. And, but I graduated from college. And at that point, I always wanted to get a master's degree, but I put that on hold, got married at a young age, right out of college. And my dream was always to have a good, high paying job. I was going to make, you know, millions in the corporate world and I was going to be the boss and all that. Well, life happens, right? A couple years into my marriage, I was pregnant uh, with my beautiful son, but my husband and I were getting a divorce. So then what happens is life takes us in different directions, right? So I was a single mom from the time I was pregnant with him up until, you know, years later, but it really gave me a different sense of drive, a really different avenue where I wanted to drive after, right? Because once you become a parent, it's just a totally different scenario. So that really gave me the drive to even work harder to where I wanted. So I wanted to be, again, I still wanted to be a boss, was offered this wonderful job. From that wonderful job, I was able to travel across the country, move states. So with my two and a half year old in tow, we moved to this great state of Nevada. From there, we moved to Iowa, then eventually settled in Colorado. And I got to where I wanted to be as a supervisor, which I thought was the in thing to do, and then realized it wasn't. And realized that with everything that you work so hard for, there's other things that come with it. Employee issues, you know, all kinds of different issues. And at that point, I had been a single mom and had already met my wonderful husband. And again, life took me in a different direction. And him and I started talking about, gosh, wouldn't it be great if I could now finally stay home a little while and maybe do my own thing at home? Because the internet was had come about now. I, the, where I was working, they gave me a little taste of being able to work from home, take my client files home. And just that, you know, a couple months of being able to do that, because it was on a trial basis, that gave me the drive to, because I wanted to work from home. Because my son always had to go to daycare, right? And even when he was little, I worked in the daycare before I went to work full time. Like I'd go and work for an hour so I could offset that cost of daycare. So then I'd go to my work full, work full time. So I really had that desire. I wanted to be home with him. And that was my why. And then we started just plugging away at different avenues, different um, businesses, why I was still working now. And then when we moved back here to South Dakota, I had went to a meeting thing down in Arizona and realized what a virtual assistant was. So came back. Actually, I was at one of your events too, Patricia. And realized what a virtual assistant was, came back and started that virtual assistant business. And then I think through the whole course of that is how we met. And that was really my lifeblood. You know, I still, I worked for a full year, worked full time for a full year while building that business. 
And then I was able to take that full time. And he was, my son was in middle school. I was remarried at the time and my son was in middle school. And that was just really my why for going after what I wanted. And once I I, I connected the dots. I connected the dots between my why and what my life purpose was at that time in my life. Right. So I just really connected the dots and I'm like, well, if I want to stay home with him, I got to figure out something that I can do to stay home with him before this kid gets older and gets in high school. Cause he was my only child, our only child. And so that's what, re- that's what resonated with me. And that's what worked. Yeah. And, and, and isn't it funny, Joe, because, you know, it's such a windy road, our careers. And, and I thought mm-hmm. exactly the same way as you, that I had to get a job. I was going to make a ton of money and I was going to be the boss. And that mm-hmm. isn't even what an entrepreneur should be doing. And, but you don't right. know at the time. I didn't know I was an entrepreneur for a very long time. What about right. you? Did you know you were an no. entrepreneur? No, not one bit. You know, when I was in my early 30s is when I first started dabbling into entrepreneurship. And I thought, well, this is, you know, this is fun, but how how am I going to make money with it? You know, so I dabbled in different things and it was good, but I didn't have that drive. I didn't have that why. I didn't have the, I couldn't see the full picture, if that makes any sense, until he was getting old. My son was getting older and I'm like, I, I got to find some way I got to stay home with him. So, and that was really my drive into entrepreneurship from the early two thousands is really where I started that entrepreneurship journey, just starting off part-time, figuring out different avenues that I wanted to go. And ironically enough, being a virtual assistant, going back way back to my high school days, I didn't even know if I wanted to go to college. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually going to go low believe it or not, was going to go learn, go to a Votech school and learn secretarial skills. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then of course, then the virtual assistant. And then I had that business for 11 years and it was, it was a beautiful business. It worked well for me and my family Mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. But then again, life changes, right? Mm -hmm. And my husband passes away. My son goes off to college and then I start going down another trajectory of life. And so then now other avenues have come into play. And one thing when I was a virtual assistant, had that business, a lot of people asked me, how do I become one? How do I do that? And so then I started down the coaching path, which I didn't even know what a coach really was. I mean, I did, but I didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, it really wasn't my passion. My passion really is to educate and um, speak to people and educate them on what they are, what it is. So, and then that led into business and, um, doing what I'm doing today, which has been fantastic. So, Well, you know what? I think it's so sad that every single person that I talk to, and I do mean every single person, I, I don't, oh, maybe 1% is, knows what they want to be when they grow up and heads down that path. The rest of us just bump into walls wondering what the heck, you know, the, the one thing you did that was so good you discovered your why very early. And that was, by God, I'm staying home with this kid. There's no way I'm taking him off to school. And you Mm -hmm. created a business around a home base. I love that. Mm -hmm. And most people, Mm -hmm. seriously, Joe, they just don't think like that. That's where that entrepreneurial skill really started with you, for sure. And you didn't even recognize it at the time. It was just a a place to make an income so that you could stay home, right? Right. Right. It was an instinct. You know, it's my, mm-hmm. I, I call it my motherly instinct. I don't know. That's right. I just, I, I, I just wanted to be home for him because my mom was always home for us mm-hmm. when I was growing up. And even after, as my dad passed away at a young age, so she was still always able to stay home with us. So, and I wanted that since I couldn't do that with him when he was younger, even though I worked at his daycare for an hour in the morning, 
but I wanted to do that as he got older. And yeah, so that was really my why. And then come to find out that's what entrepreneurs do. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly know. right. Well, the thing is you had your priorities straight and that's what a lot of people, I, you know, I'll, I went off the, on the deep end thinking I was supposed to be this big top producer, but at the same time, I kept saying to myself, no, I want to see their games. I want to make sure I can go to every game. And so I wouldn't take any job unless they told me that I had flexibility. And, and of course, all I could do then is straight commission, but I know exactly what you mean. And I'm glad your priorities were so straight. Now, Joe, one of the things I said in, in just a short introduction of you, I said you were an author. And, and what book have you authored? Or books? I don't know. Maybe it's more than one. I'm really loving this conversation, aren't you? But I want to talk to those of you who want to go deeper. We all attended school at some time. Maybe you're attending school right now. But inside those schools are teachers that have the responsibility to teach certain courses. But what they don't teach is really the most important thing in life, self-discovery. You know the self-discovery that would help us know what we are supposed to do in a career, and also that self-discovery on how we're supposed to make an income to really take care of our families. Well, I decided a long time ago, it's time for me to share what I know so I can help somebody with a step-by-step process that anybody can follow. I created a digital downloadable course called Your Gift is Your Niche, because people were asking me all the time, Patricia, what's my niche? And I'd always say, your gift is your niche. So now I created a course called yourgiftisyourniche.com and I spell niche with an N-I-C-H-E. And in this very affordable, life-changing course, I walk you through very simple exercises. They'll not only help you find your unique gifts, but they'll also show you how to monetize your talents and skills. You know, the ones you came into this world with. I'm so glad I created something that I, I, don't even, I don't think, I know it's going to be able to help you in your self-discovery journey because it's a simple six-hour course with action sheets that support everything that I'm saying in the course. And you also get my wonderful book, What Should I Be When I Grow Up Now That I'm 40, 50, 60. That's going to help you also with different exercises in that book. I'm also glad I made it into a, what I call an SPL course. That's a self-paced learning because we all learn in different ways and at different times. I cannot wait for you to get to know the most important person in your life. That's you. So go to yourgiftisyourniche.com, N-I-C-H-E. And if this page speaks to you, then seriously, invest in you. It's time to claim your destiny. Now let's get back to the conversation. Yeah, so the first book I authored is it's my the book that I wrote called Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. And that really is an act of love because my son, so after he went off to college, I decided to get my master's degree. So we were in college actually at the same time, different colleges. <laughs> and then we graduated a week apart from each other. But he was, I don't know, about his junior year of college or so. And he brought home and he goes, Mom, for Mother's Day, he said, Mom, we should write a book about our experience with Jim, who was my late husband, his stepdad. And I said, yeah, you know, that sounds good. Kind of, I still had it in the back of my mind, but kind of didn't think that was possible, put it that way. But in 2014, I decided that I was going to make it possible. So I started researching publishers and I found one that I really liked that really resonated with me. And they said, yeah, we can do it. And they really helped me along the way because it was a very personal story. It was our life before, during, and after Jim. 
And so we were married eight and a half short years, but it was really what great things he brought to our family, but also what I've learned from those experiences and brought to my future self, which is me now. Wow. And it was just, it, it was really hard to do, but so, 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 so grateful I did it now. Oh yeah. And I've read that book and it is such, such a nurturing kind book And I want everybody to have a copy of that, even if they have not gone through what you had to go through. And, you know, Joe, because you're an educator, and that's very clear in the pattern that you're Mm -hmm. talking about, do you want to help people in that respect? Or is that something that you just would like them to have your book? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, you and I talked about this before. No, I'm, you know, what I like to call myself is a life and business strategist, you know, work, work on different strategies. You know, I'm really positive. I, I like giving off positive vibes. I'm, you know, very positive and people are attracted to me because of that. And so that actually works out really well. And because I love feeding off of other people's energy as well. And I love getting to know people just like you do, Patricia, you're very good at that. And so, no, I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. Life strategist, business strategist. It's, it's just kind of a life calling. And even though I didn't acknowledge it at first, Mm -hmm. it's, it really has, it really has been um, a blessing Mm -hmm. because I know the day that my husband died, I said, if I just knew another baby was born today, if I just knew, then I knew the circle of life would continue. And sure enough, somebody about three or four times removed from us knew of a baby that was born that same day, Mm -hmm. around a a couple hours after he passed. So I said, and it was kind of like this peace came over me. And really in the whole realm of stuff that happens in your life, you just have to pick yourself up little by little and do small things that are going to get you through that day. And so I did that. And even though I didn't know what I was doing, because I'd never been through that before, but now I am able to reach out and help other people do that. And that's a good feeling. It really, really is. Well, I love, I've never heard anybody say that, Joe, and especially on such a a momentous day when you hear you've lost your husband and you say, I just want a baby to be born today. Mm-hmm. So I understand mm-hmm. the circle of life. That's probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard you say. And I didn't know that until just now. No. Yep. Yep. I just, I was just, I just kept saying that I just need to know a baby's been born. Mm. And I thought, well, I'll read the paper in a day or so and read the birth announcements. But then thankfully, like I said, somebody knew mm-hmm. somebody who knew somebody. That, that was just beautiful. And one mm-hmm. thing I, I know, and I want all of you listeners to really hear this because Joe is a real estate investor. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's a radio show host. She's a strategist. You can be a lot of different things. And I know many times people say, you know, you've got to niche down. And I agree with that niche, niche, niche. But her niche is education. She wants to Mm -hmm. educate. Why do you think she went back and even got a master's degree? I love that you did that at the same time that your son went. That's that's just a really cool thing. And and, And I love also that your son said, Mom, let's write about this. I mean, that was just so, because you are now going to help so many other people because of writing that book. So cheers to your son. Now, one thing, Joe, that you said a little while ago, and I wanted to come back to it. You said grief, or I said grief to great in my writing when I, when you were talking Mm -hmm. about go for it, Mm -hmm. is grief. Tell me how a person like yourself goes from really heavy grief like you did to really being the person you are today. Is that a gift that you have? Or do you, do you really know how to help a person do that? You know, do I call it a gift? I 
I guess when life hands us circumstances we don't want, we can turn that either into failures or our future, right? Mm -hmm. So for a long time, I fought it, as you well as you know. And, you know, eventually, I just decided that, you know, so many people were reaching out to me, that that was a gift that I had. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that, you know, I, I could just, I can teach what I know, you know, and I read a lot and I talk to other people and that's exactly what happens is, you know, we start with the small steps. And again, I didn't, I mean, we lost my dad at a young age, so I was 11. So I, I watched my mom go through it and she was very strong. She was very independent. You know, she, she got us through and then I watched other people go through it and I thought, gosh, I, I don't know what would happen if that would ever happen to me. Well, then lo and behold, it does. Mm -hmm. So it's just, and everybody's got to go through their own journey, mm -hmm. right? So everybody's got their own journey. No matter what happens, it's our own journey. And it's how you come out of those failures that can make you stronger or can make you weaker. And I chose for it to make me stronger. And from that fact, then now I help other people do the same. And you're right. You know, what my main goal is, is to educate. You know, mm -hmm. I educate through my radio show and through books that I write and speaking. I mean, that really is my goal in life mm -hmm. is to educate. And I will tell you, after my husband died, my son went off to school. That's when I decided to get my master's degree. So when I had to take some undergraduate classes. So I was in classes like accounting class. I mean, I don't even like accounting, <laughs> but I was in that class. But those were the same ages that my son was. Mm -hmm. And those kids gave me so much life back to me mm. that that was, they'll never know what a blessing they were to me at that time. At that time, I was just the old lady in the class, you know. But they were such a blessing to me that that really got me thinking about the education part. And I've, I've taught at, at local universities, but now just educating everybody, you know, educating everybody else. It's just, it's a true blessing. Yeah. See the pattern. I mean, it's so deep, your mm -hmm. pattern of educating. No, and it doesn't mean that Joe has to go back into a classroom and educate from nine until three. Right. Education can come in so many forms. Just like you said, Joe, you, you're doing it through books. Now you're doing it through your, your radio show. You're doing it through speaking. I mean, there's so now zoom. Oh, please don't mm -hmm. let me be on zoom again. <laughs> but I, I, it's just so many ways. And you have so many things to teach people, Joe. I, I just want you to spread your wings and do it all the time. I wanted mm -hmm. to say about your story, as I was listening to it, I wrote down the word unique. Because every time I ask people about their story and their journey with their careers, it's always unique to them. Nobody else can tell that story, Joe, except you. And it always surprises me when people say, but am I really special? Am I really unique? And the answer is yes. If you're alive and you're living your life, you're a unique individual. So what is it that gives you pleasure today? What gives me pleasure today is still the education part. I mean, I really do love helping other people mm -hmm. that really love real estate investing, as you know, and then also educating women how to do real estate investing. Mm -hmm. It's that's a passion of mine as well. And we just start with the very basics, you know, very basics on how to get out there and get started. And then also um, speaking and my radio show, it's it's just really it's going to go back to that education. It does. And now my why, yeah, yeah. And now my why is different. Okay. So yeah. my why back then, and I, ironically enough, you know, when the whole pandemic and all that hit, but I totally turned a different why. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I thought, well, what's my why? Mm -hmm. What's this? Well, my why now is my mother is still doing great by the way. 
And I'm like, well, that's my why, you know, being able to still have that flexibility because I've been an entrepreneur now for almost 20 years. And, but now I'm able to, you know, take her, well, I still have been able to, I've been able to do all this time, but take her, you know, to her appointments and do the things for her that she deserves and she needs. Mm -hmm. And, um, that really is, again, my giving back, but also a blessing for me that I'm able to do Mm -hmm. that. That's wonderful. Once again, I'll say it, you've always had your priorities straight. And I, Mm -hmm. I just applaud you for that. Joe, Because you really have had quite a few careers, and because of that, it makes you, to me, multi-talented. And I was wondering if you have a tangible tool that you could share with us. What really helped you maybe in life or what helped you in your business? Boy, what helped me in life was getting a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, really, I mean, our business was getting a coach because there's so many different avenues you could have went down that needing that direction, even early on, right? So even before I knew I was a virtual assistant, I didn't know you then, but I had this other coach. And when I said, I think, you know, I just heard of this thing. She goes, that's it. That's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's it. That's what I need to do. And then from there, I met you Mm -hmm. and, you know, coach with you. I mean, I just have uh, just so many great experiences from that. So that would be the one thing. And in life, you know, I really try to surround myself with wonderful, positive people. Because I noticed that if I get around people who are, do I say dumpy, not so happy, maybe more negative, maybe I tend to find myself coming down to that level. And then I have to go into kind of a quiet time and bring myself back out. So my choice in life is to be around people who are uplifting, Mm -hmm. who see the world in a better place than all the negativity that sometimes people have. And, you know, stuff happens, right? Life happens. Mm -hmm. You know, politics happen, whatever happens, but all we can do is control ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's all we can control. And so as long as I know that and I can control me, then, and I want to give out the positivity and give out the good to others, then that's what I do. And that's why I try to teach other people, but also, and educate them, but also try to hang around other people who do the exact same thing. Yeah, that's great. And one thing I I wanted to tell the listeners, if you have been listening to any of these podcasts, I hope you're paying attention to some of the things that keep getting repeated. Because what Joe just said about making sure you hang around positive people, I've heard that said now from so many people because they get it. They understand what builds them up. And then the other thing is, I can't tell you how many of our guests have said, you have to get a coach because you can't do it by yourself. You have to have somebody looking in from a different level or a different place at your life and or at your business. So I love both of those And now what I'm going to do, you're going to be kind of surprised with this, but I'm going to share some golden nuggets that you said. And I usually try to get three and I have 13. So (laughs) they all came from your mouth. Okay. Number one, life sometimes will happen, not as you might think it should. (laughs) And by the way, you should see my writing. I mean, I just really, I was scratching as fast as I could. Life sometimes just does not happen the way you think it should. Just like you going, you know, through your life. And that's the part that kills me. You get out of high school, you have no idea what in the heck to do. You get out of college and you still don't know what you're supposed to do. It's crazy. Number two, Mm -hmm. be careful what you wish for. 
And I really heard that loud and clear in your message, Joe, because you think you want to be the boss. You think you, and then you have all these problems with employees. I mean, I, I knew I wanted to own a company. Well, that was awful. I hated that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, working from home is not for everyone. But for you, Joe, it was absolutely the perfect way to make an income and be with your family. Yes. Number four, it's a windy road to find your passion. And I think as we even go down the path, we get clearer and clearer that it comes back to, just like we said today for you, Joe, education. If you're not educating mm-hmm. somebody or helping them or sharing something, it, you don't feel fulfilled, period. Mm-hmm. Number right. five, it's important to know your why. And what I really want to say here is something you said at the very end. You continually have to know your why because your why will change. And I bet a lot of people don't don't know that. I bet they think their why always has to be the same. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, number six. It helps to know the end in mind. But I wanted to ask you on this one. Do you think anybody really knows the end in mind? No. Yeah, I think it's a hard no. one, isn't it? Unless it's yeah, yeah. unless it's to get your degree and you can see yourself standing, going across the stage, you know, those kinds of knowing right. the why right. at the end is good. Number seven, right. always get your priorities straight. And if anything, Joe absolutely is the epitome of is having her priorities straight through her whole life. Mm-hmm. Number eight, mm-hmm. consider writing your book. Look at Joe, how, how many people she's going to help with writing that book. And maybe somebody that she didn't even know she helped, they have never even told her that. Number nine, and this is my favorite one, the circle of life will give you peace. I just thought that Mm -hmm. was just so beautiful. Number 10, we have a choice. Always know we have a choice. I want you to choose strength. Number 11, hang out with younger people. They will make you feel happy. Number 12, get a coach. Whenever you need it, reach out. And number mm-hmm. 13, surround yourself with positive people. Yeah, good list there. <laughs> 13 of them, Joe. That's how good you were. But you can certainly share anything else you want to. But I, what is there anything you'd like to add to your 13 golden nuggets? Wait, you know, the one thing, when I wrote my book, I really did it for self-healing. You know, I did it to get rid of all the things that I had in my mind. I had, I had to teach myself to journal, which I did not like doing, but now I do it almost every day. But it's, you know, I thought to myself, I could help one person through that book, just one. Mm -hmm. I've done my job. And now it's been out for quite a while. And I know it's helped a lot more than that. Again, just like what you said, we never know who it's going to affect. But just from the people that have talked to me, it's, you just never know. And if you can do good by one person, even if they never tell you, man, what a gift. What a gift. Yeah. What a great way to end today, Joe. That was just beautifully said. And once again, just like Joe said, you never know. We don't even know who's listening to this podcast. There could be thousands of people listening. But but somebody just like Shauna at the beginning that said, ah, I have the confidence to move forward now. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Because all these people that are coming on this podcast have all learned how to profit from their passion. So Joe, thank you so much again. And tell us where we can get in touch with you. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you for Patricia for having me on today. I just always love coming on with you. But you can go to my website, joehosman.com. So I always tell everybody I'm the female Joe. So it's J-O. So joehosman.com. I'm all over social media as well. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Twitter, I'm Jojo VA. LinkedIn, Joe Hosman. Facebook, Joe Hosman. So I'm all over. Yeah, but I'm yeah, going so to spell the whole thing. J-O-H-A-U-S-M-A-N. Yep. Hosman, uh, H-A-U-S as in Sam, M-A-N dot yeah, com. Good. I, I think it's important to always spell those things out because, you know, it, it sounds different when you're on a microphone, I think. But I thank you, Joe. You, you were just sensational. I knew you would be, and I knew the audience would just love to meet you. Well, thank you, Patricia. Thanks for all you do, and I so appreciate you, and thank you for having me on today. Until we meet again, everybody, it's Patricia Noldrain. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. Hey, if you got something out of this, maybe you'd consider sharing it with someone else that you care about. I want to leave you with a secret to success in life and business. Aha, here it is. If you can't share a solution to a problem someone is having, that is true success. Now, maybe these examples might help you. I discovered two major problems that I help solve. I really didn't realize how major they were until I realized no one is teaching this stuff. The first one, of course, goes right back to this podcast. What's my calling? What's my purpose? And that's why I created the digital downloadable course, yourgiftisyourniche.com. I already mentioned it er earlier in the episode. But finally, I came up with another problem that I can solve, and it's how to live a happy, long-lived, lasting marriage. Now, I created a book called The Chosen Few, and I share a hundred tips that myself and others, other long-lived couples, I might say, put together so that you can have a conversation, especially if you're a committed couple. Now, what is the problem you solve? Think about it. Because you might really have something to share with somebody that will change their life forever. We also have a Facebook group. It's free. I'd like you to come on to it because it goes beyond the podcast. It's called... When passion meets profit. Until we meet again, it's Patricia Noel Drain.